Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the reading of God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. In Luke chapter 14, Jesus has been invited to a dinner. As the evening progresses, the Lord heals a man with dropsy and then addresses the guests with his teaching. Today on Drawing Near, the Lord provides instruction that may or may not appear to be that spiritual or amazing. But there is real value in all that Jesus shares. So let's take our Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 14 and study, humbled or exalted. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And Father, we give thanks to you for this day, for this opportunity to study your word. Father, we're thankful that we can come to your word and glean from your truth, your wisdom. And Father, I pray that you would instruct us in righteousness, in all righteousness, in practical righteousness, as well as righteousness that is spiritual and heavenly. God, guide us in this time together. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Luke chapter 14, verse 7, we read, So he told a parable to those who were invited, when he noted how they chose the best places, saying to them, When you are invited by anyone to a wedding feast, do not sit down at the best place, lest one more honorable than you be invited by him. So we gather from this passage of Scripture that Jesus is looking around this room where he's having dinner, and as he's having dinner, he notices how the individuals at the dinner have chosen their seating. They have chosen the best places. And so Jesus, looking at them, assuming that they did this out of pride, assuming that they were worthy of the seats that they had taken, he addresses a situation. And he addresses it in a way that sometimes seems cultural rather than practical for you and I. You and I are not familiar with this kind of a culture. And so the seating at dinners, the seating at weddings in Jesus' day— was very much based on how much honor or how worthy or exalted you were to the one who did the inviting. And so Jesus gives this very, very practical counsel. He says that when you go to a wedding feast, or literally any place for that matter, do not naturally go and sit in the best place that you can. Don't just go to the very front. Don't just find a seat that you think you're worthy of. Because someone who is more honorable than you or more valued than you may have been invited by the one who is throwing the wedding, who is giving the wedding feast. He goes on in verse 9 and says, And the one who invited you and him would come to you and say, Give place to this man, the one more honorable. And then you begin with shame to take the lowest place. Jesus is telling individuals how to avoid shame and humiliation. He says the way to avoid shame and humiliation is to be humble in the first place, to take the lower seat. Don't go and take the best seat in the house. How does that apply to us? What is the point of this for you and I? Well, Jesus goes on and says, verse 10, but when you're invited, go and sit down in the lowest place. Find the lowest place you can so that the one who invited you may come to you and say, Friend, go up to the higher place. Then you will have glory in the presence of those who sit at the table with you. 
For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Here's the value. The value is first and foremost, as we've already said, practical. To avoid shame and humiliation, be wise, be discerning enough to take the lower seat. Whether it's a seat or a position or some other situation we find ourselves in, rather than always look for the very, very best because we think we deserve the very, very best, take the most humble. Give the best to another. Truly be humbled in your own heart. Recognize that there are other individuals who may be as worthy or even more worthy than you and take a humble seat. Now, don't just do that out of practical consideration. I mean, that's that's a value. But do it out of genuine humility. There's a problem when we think we deserve the very best all the time. When we think we deserve the best seat or the fastest service or the most consideration. All of that has to do with how we view ourselves, the value we think others should place on ourselves. We need to remember we are sinners saved by grace. We need to remember, apart from faith in Jesus Christ and his redeeming work on the cross, we are condemned to eternal damnation. We are not to be exalted, especially of ourselves. We should know ourselves well enough to know that we are not worthy of exaltation, but rather worthy of condemnation apart from the grace and mercy of God. And so Jesus says in this passage, whoever exalts himself will be humbled. There's not only practical consideration, but there's eternal spiritual consideration here. There is a spiritual principle. If you exalt yourself, you will be humbled. If you humble yourself, you will be exalted. God does this. It requires humility to trust in Jesus Christ, to acknowledge our sin, our condemnation, our unworthiness before God. That requires humility. When we humble ourselves and call out on the name of Jesus Christ for salvation, God exalts us. He exalts us to salvation. He exalts us from hell to heaven. He exalts us from an alien and a stranger and an enemy of God to a child of God. What a love. What a mercy and grace. And we need to acknowledge this. At the same time, we need to acknowledge that there is wisdom in behaving the way God calls us to behave in this world. There is a wisdom that avoids real pain, real shame, real humiliation if we will listen to God. We need to remember, God's not in heaven just establishing a bunch of rules so that he can hold us down, so that he can beat us up. God is in heaven, and God knows truth. He knows wisdom. And he, in his wisdom, in his knowledge, in his grace, God extends that knowledge to us in his word. The real shame is, that we discount God's word. We ignore who he is. We ignore his wisdom, and we behave sinfully and foolishly. God seeks our good. God tells us not to lie. One, because lying is wrong. But why is it wrong? Because lying, being deceptive, hurts other people, hurts ourselves, and hurts our relationship with God. And therefore, it's a sin. 
there's a practical part to all sin or foolish behavior. And God wants to save us from the consequences, the temporary consequences that affect us in this life and the eternal consequences of ignoring his wisdom, his word, his counsel. We cannot ignore God with impunity. There are consequences, and we need to know that. And Jesus simply gives this parable, and he tells these individuals, are you willing to listen to wisdom? I'm trying to save your pride. I'm trying to save your feelings. I'm also trying to instruct you that there's a spiritual principle regarding humility and exaltation that you need to understand. Now, quite often, people don't take this kind of instruction to heart. Rather, what they do is they continue to think that they are worthy of exaltation. And if they are worthy of exaltation, they should have no problem being humbled because they will be exalted in due time. That's a promise of God, and we need to know that. I hope we understand that the path to holiness, the path to godliness, is the path of humility, of bowing ourselves before God, of serving other people, of loving others more than we love ourselves. This is God's call to us in our lives, and it is the path of humility that leads to great exaltation in heaven. It leads to, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord, and there's no exaltation higher than that. That's the exaltation we ought to pursue, and that requires the path of humility. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this passage, and I pray, Father, that through the way I have tried to explain it or address it, that it would not inhibit us from understanding this passage in depth, that your truth would speak to us and, and come clear to our hearts so that we can embrace and know your truth, because your truth is life. Help us, Father, to embrace that. Give us wisdom and discernment. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.